This is Sporting Max with Max Becker on SEN. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sporting Max. If you listen regularly every Sunday morning, it's your Sunday morning feed. And you would also know I'm a massive Saints fan. My whole, my whole family is. So it's amazing for me to have with me right now Rowan Marshall from the St Kilda Football Club. Rowan, it's amazing and an honour to have you on today. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Matthew. It's um, good to hear that you're a Saints fan along with your family. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, the tricky questions you've got for me today. <laughs> so, Rowan, I want to sort of start off by getting into your childhood and what was growing up like for you? Um, yeah, so I was actually born in um, New Zealand. So um, both my parents um, born in New Zealand and come from a rugby background, play rugby union over there. So um, I lived over there for 18 months and then we shifted over to Victoria, um, southwest Victoria to a small um, small town in the southwest called Portland. Um, so about four and a half hours from um, from Melbourne and um, dad sort of worked on a dairy farm down there and um, mum helped him out and then, yeah, got two younger brothers who were born over here as well. So, um, yeah, grew up in Portland. Um, I guess progressed through the ranks of football down there, um, small junior club called Heathmere and then played my under-18s at Portland um, in the Hampton League. And then, um, yeah, was was lucky enough to get... Um, to the, the North Ballarat Rebels, we were called back then, um, along with Dan Butler and, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, a few others. And then, um, yeah, unfortunately missed out on getting drafted as a 19-year-old, but stuck at it in the VFL, had a couple of years there, and then was lucky enough to end up on the Saints list um, after two years of VFL, yeah. So what was school like for you as a kid? Um, yeah, pretty good. Um, I just went to... So, yeah, grew up in Portland, went to a small um, primary school called Boara and then high school, um, about 350 kids, so pretty small, just um, Bayview College. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess it was it was pretty tough um, year 12 because so I was playing TAC Cup in Ballarat, which is three hours from Portland. So yeah. um, every second Thursday I'd have to leave um, school at lunchtime Oh. in year 12 to, to get down to Ballarat just for training. And then, you know, you'd sort of train down there and then um, dad'd drive you back. So you'd end up getting home at about midnight. But, um, yeah, it was, it was all worth it in the long run. So it was always footy for you or did you have something um, in mind that you were uh, – elsewise you were going to do for a career? Um, yeah, but probably wasn't always um, football. I, I certainly played a lot of other sports as well, tennis, cricket – basketball as you do in a, in a small country town but um yeah I, I actually went to when I missed out on getting draft I went to uni and I still currently am studying um a sport management degree so um I like to do that off field and I think I've got about five subjects to go so hopefully by the time I've finished footy I can um tick that off and progress into um a sports management job. So what's it like managing football um, uh, footy and with the Saints and games and training and everything like that and then doing a unity degree on the side too? Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, St Kilda's um, very good in allowing that flexibility and um, I think it's crucial these days that you have something that you can focus on off-field um, so you don't get too caught up on um, footy, footy, footy all the time. So um, it's great. We have a, a day off a week and another 
half day off during the week that we can sort of um, focus on our personal development time. I think it's called here. So um, yeah, that, that afternoon we have off, I'm doing uni or the day off, I'm either going out for a hit of golf with the boys or yeah, doing a bit of study um, just to get my mind off football. So it's great to have that balance in, in my lifestyle. Now, you mentioned before playing with the Portland Tigers as an 18-year-old. Um, played pretty well in the ruck and then moved you up forward for a couple of games, kicking, I think it was three important goals in, I think it was three games. But then you just went into that grand final and unfortunately lost. Can you tell me about, you know, an 18-year-old Royal Marshall and what he was like? Yeah, you've, you've done your research there. <laughs> uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, so 18, uh, under-18s in Portland was... Um, yeah, pretty good. I think we'd been in the Hampton League, which is a step up from the league we were playing in. I think we were playing in Western Border before that, but we'd stepped up to the Hampton League. And I think we were the first side, first Portland side to um, make a grand final since we've wow. been in the Hampton League. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, we lost to Terrain Mortlake, I think it was. But, um, yeah, I loved under-18 footy. I played with all my schoolmates and all the other boys from um, other schools around Portland. And, it was a great experience and uh, grand final day. I still remember it in the morning in Warrnambool at uh, Reed Oval. And, um, yeah, we, we got off to a flyer, but unfortunately, terrain crawled back. I think they had a few Geelong Falcons boys at the time. Um, and, yeah, unfortunately, they ran over us. But, um, yeah, it was a good experience and I loved the day. How do you try and come back after a grand final loss, especially in under-18s too, where it's you're in that period of, um, your junior career where you're on the borderline of AFL draft and combine and things like that? Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty shattering, that's for sure. Um, would have loved to go down in history at Portland as being, um, yeah, one of one of the first players, I guess, to win an under-18 premiership there. But, um, yeah, it's obviously devastating. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you move on. You've got to move on pretty quickly, as hard as it is. But, um, yeah, we moved on and... Um, unfortunately, that was my last year there. Then I went to um, Ballarat to uni and um, played for a local club down there called Sebastopol as well. So I also like to play um, for Sebastopol and then also at North Ballarat um, and try and earn your spot um, in the 2014 AFL draft. Um, yeah, it was it was tough after sort of... Sorry, is this TAC Cup days or VFL? Yeah, this is like VFL and North Ballarat and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously tough um, missing out on getting drafted, but um, yeah, I guess I got a bit of feedback from a few AFL clubs. I was a bit of a um, bit of a bean pole at the time, so I was um, pretty skinny. I think I was about 198 centimeters, but I was only probably 82, 83 kilos. Oh. So um, they said go away and um, put on a bit more weight, and um, sure enough. Yeah, we're sure you'll end up on an AFL list, but it was hard to hear at the time because you sort of you want to be in the AFL system straight away. But um, yeah, that's that's what I did. I, I went away, put on put on a bit of weight, and um, learned my craft at North Ballarat at the Roosters under Mark Gregg and Jared Fitzgerald, who a couple of unbelievable coaches that I had, um, and then also Shane Simpson at which was um, influential in my first year. I think it was 2014 or something you, you mentioned before. But, um, yeah, obviously didn't play many games for the Roosters that year because we had the alignment with um, North Melbourne. So, um, Braden Pruce, who I'll be coming up against this weekend, he was actually a um, – he was on North Melbourne's list at the time. So, he was sort of playing 
um, most weeks and there, there was just no spots for me. So, um, yeah, yeah, I learned my craft at Sebastopol in the Ballarat Footy League under Shane Snibson and um, had, a, had a pretty fun year. I just went back just, um, yeah, playing local footy and had an enjoyable year there um, just with, yeah, a few mates and a few uni mates and stuff like that. And then I guess my opportunity sort of arose the couple of years um, after that to get the chance at BFL and, um, yeah, play, play consistent BFL football. What did it mean to you to play in the TAC Cup and with the Vic Country team? Um, yeah, it was certainly a um, pretty big shock, I guess. As a junior, I was, um, yeah, never never really a, in an outstanding junior by any means. Um, I was always sort of right on the borderline of interleague teams and stuff back home. And, you know, I um, was never, yeah, a special yeah, yeah. junior footballer. So I, I just remember um, I got an invitation in the mail to try out for the North Bar at Rebels, which I thought was unbelievable. I'm like, how did, how did I get this letter? And I'm sure probably some of the other kids <laughs> around the area, like yeah, how did Ryan Marshall get invited to train with the Rebels? But, um, yeah, credit to my um, parents. They, they've always sort of believed in me. and um, They used to drive me an hour down to training um, a couple of nights a week in Hamilton um, to try out for the Rebels. And then, wow. sure enough, had a had a pretty good pre-season down there. And, um, yeah, some, somehow ended up making the North Ballarat team, which is, yeah, a massive shock. Couldn't believe it. No one sort of could in, in um, the Portland sort of area, um, especially around my age. But, um, yeah, I was just stoked. And then, um, yeah, sure enough, made the, made the Vic Country um, team the following year, which was even more of a shock. But, um, yeah, it was certainly a big sort of 24 months of my football career and um, probably set me up. So in those few years, how did you sort of keep working towards and building muscle and strength, like you mentioned before, um, to be able to take on guys like Braden Proust and um, Todd Goldstein and all those, and Max Gorn like you do now? Yeah, um, yeah, good question. So, yeah, obviously got that feedback and I guess it, it just makes you hungry to succeed. Um, so um, was at uni at the time and um, the North Ballarat strength and conditioning coach, um, Chris Radford, was a yeah integral part to helping me sort of with my diet and um, yeah just the the extra gym programs to help put on size. So um, he has a he has a program in Ballarat called the Rad Center. So when I was at uni, I used to wake up in the cold Ballarat mornings um, at six a.m. and go in there with a few other boys and um, punch out a couple of sessions a week and um, yeah so certainly focus on my diet a lot more and stuff like that. Just um yeah just to to put on more size and um yeah I certainly noticed that on the football field I wasn't getting pushed around as easily and just gave me the confidence in my um football ability that I could match it with AFL listed players playing BFL so what did you have to do to your diet to make sure that you're actually putting on that muscle and things like that um yeah I, I think the main thing was just getting um my protein hit today so um yeah I probably wasn't wasn't eating as much as I probably should have been um, and always sort of having that skinnier sort of frame. Um, it was hard to eat, but yeah, there was a stage where I was just pretty much eating as much good food, foods as I could and um, yeah, hitting the gym as much as I could. Cause um, yeah, I knew that that would give me confidence going into games on the weekend that I've, I've done as much as I could. Um, and yeah, I'd have the confidence just to go out there and footy. There'd be no sort of doubts in my mind that, um, you know, I'd, 
I'll be thinking during the week, geez, I should have done um, weights during the week. It, yeah, yeah. You know, it wouldn't sort of hover around in my head when I'm out there on the ground. So, uh, yeah, I guess it was just that confidence that you knew you had going out there game day that you've done everything you possibly could to get yourself right. So can you tell me about the 2014 AFL Draft Combine? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, that was my that national combine, was it? I'm pretty sure when yeah, I, yeah, my that was the national combine, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Were so, um, yeah, that was certainly a big 12 months. Um, sort of went on the just the cusp, I guess, of just trying to get a game for Rebels every week into sort of um, progressing into the Vic Country squad and ended up playing um, some pretty good footy for Vic Country and um, finished off the North Ballarat season pretty well and somehow, um, yeah, got, got an invite to the National Combine, which was a great experience. You know, you're there with um, some superstars of the competition today. Um, but, yeah, it was it was just a big um, shock, really. I, I still remember, like, the beat test and those sort of tests and, you, you know, those tests that you sort of um, – you worry about going into it. But, yeah, um, yeah it just goes super quick and you just put everything into it. And, um, yeah, there's – Certainly have a few interviews. I think I've probably met with 12 or 13 clubs throughout that wow. year. And um, yeah, unfortunately, you got missed out on getting picked up. But um, did you talk yeah, to the Saints think, in those 12 or 13 clubs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Spoke yeah. to the Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah, a few others as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was a good thing as well that I was sort of on those clubs' radar um, a couple of years later because I'd been sort of in that position before. Um, had a pretty good so uh, yeah a lot of clubs probably knew who I was from a, a couple of years um previous of the of the year I got picked up so um yeah I think it was a blessing in disguise in a way I got got to spend a couple of years just away from footy and um you know I was, I was still doing footy part-time but just a, a um yeah a couple of years at uni and doing learning different life skills so um yeah I think it was a, a blessing in disguise really so how did you get your opportunity with St Kilda in that rookie draft in, I think it might have been 2016, 2017? Um, yeah, so I remember um, leading up to it, um, I, I've i met with a few clubs, but, um, yeah, had a, had a couple of interviews with St Kilda. Um, and then I, I remember they came down. Um, came down to my place for an interview. I think it was a couple of, um, couple of months before the draft and then, um, come down, mum put on a pretty good spread from, for him yeah. from memory, um, some nice scones and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, didn't didn't hear from him um, since then. So, you know, I, I sort of wasn't expecting too much coming to the draft. Um, and, yeah, I'd sort of been in that position before. I'd probably had more interest in the past. But, um, yeah, sure enough, I was sitting at home um, refreshing the, the rookie draft on my phone um, at the time and, um, I was in my room, I was pretty nervous and I remember dad was out in the lounge room and I think his um, refreshed quicker than mine and just heard him yell and then mine refreshed about five seconds later and yeah. just saw my name yeah. pop up and uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. One of the best feelings I've ever experienced and um, yeah, yeah, it was just unbelievable experience. Now 2017, I think it was round 18, you made your debut in Sydney. Um, can you tell yeah. me about what it's like to take an a- to be on an AFL ground for the first time? Oh yeah, that was um that was another great experience. Um, I remember running out SCG. I think it was a, it was either a Friday or Saturday night game. Yeah. Um, 
had a fair few um, family members come down, fair few friends and stuff. Um, so I, I was pretty nervous the day of the game. Um, and then, you know, you sort of run through the banner for the first time. And the whole first quarter, I was running around like a headless chalk. Yeah. Um, I had that much, <laughs> had that much um, adrenaline. And, um, yeah, you, you sort of, you, you're pretty rushed out there. I just remember yeah. the step up being immense. And, you know, you, I remember... Um, Sort of running, running past Buddy Franklin, you did think, "Wow, this is this is big time." Like, mm-hmm. sort of got my opportunity now. I want to make most of it. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience and something I will never forget. Do you remember your first AFL goal? Ah, uh, yeah, I do. Um, I think it was uh, it would have been my third game, I reckon, down in yeah. down in Geelong. Um, I remember. I think I got a free kick and kicked it from uh, from was, about. That wasn't, that wasn't where Dylan Rock. No, that was early. That wasn't where Robert collapsed, was it? I think. Uh, I think it might have been. That, that might have been. Yeah. 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 Everyone um, just remembers. Oh, just him standing yeah. in the middle of the ground, just collapsing. Yeah, it was. Um, it was shattering, but. Um. Yeah, it's cold. Cold night down in Geelong, and yeah, it was um pretty flat room um after the game because because of what had happened to Robbo. Um, now, can you tell me about um, 2018? I mean, you became more of a dominant ruck and played, I think it was 12 or 13 senior games for St Kilda. How did you find sort of um, cementing your place and really earning your spot in the team? Um, yeah, it's, I'd had a, I remember I'd had a um, pretty good pre-season and I think the, the ruck position was sort of up for grabs at the time. Um, and I remember I, so I played the last JLT game I think it was back then, or what it, whatever the preseason yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Community series, or whatever. Um, yeah. So I played the last community series in the ruck and um, had a had a reasonable game, and then um, unfortunately missed out on round one, and sort of got the advice to um, just keep doing what I've been doing. I'd had a really good preseason, had a lot of confidence in my body. Um, you know, I was, I was lifting more than I'd ever lifted in the gym. I was running really well, covering the ground well, and they just said, you know, just um, focus on um, what you're good at and just keep going. Um, your opportunity will arise. And then um, I think Lewis Pierce was a ruckman round one and then yeah. um, got concussed and then I came in from um, round two onwards. So, um, yeah, it was, it was um, yeah, it was good year that year. Um, I guess I was just kept on my toes the whole year. Um, but, um, yeah, I guess it, it helped my footy grow. So, 2009, you played... Um, you know, 18 of the regular season games um, throughout the entire season. I think you might have had an injury um, at the start of that season, but then you came second in the best and fairest um, and won the Lenny Hayes Award. Um, what does that mean to you to be recognised by your teammates and by the club um, in general as one of the best players in the club at the club? Um, yeah, it was great to get that recognition. Um, you know, that's... You, you don't want to let your teammates down week in, um, week out. So that was my main sort of focus going in there week. Week in, week out was just to um, sort of just play my role and do it as well as I could. So I'm, I'm not letting my teammates down or, you know, um, your family down or the loyal St Kilda fans that are out there. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a good year and um, great to sort of get that recognition at the end of the year. Now, 2020, um, in the off-season there, you had a lot of new guys coming in. You had Paddy Ryder working with you in the ruck. You had Dougal Howard, Brad Hill, Zach Jones coming in. How did you adjust personally um, to all these differences um, in the team to make sure that, you know, 
you can cement and play consistent footy. Um, yeah, just um, I guess have a, have another good preseason. I think a lot of um, footy um, during the season is built on your preseason and being confident in your body that you you know you've you've had a good preseason, you're fit and healthy, and um, yeah, it was so, certainly great. Um, Paddy coming across, you know, all Australian ruckman in the past, superstar of the game. So um, yeah, it was all for Paddy coming across because I knew how much I'd learn from him. And, not just on field, but off field. And um, yeah, he, he's been a super mentor to me along with all the others we picked up um, that year. And um, yeah, we ended up having, having a pretty good year. I think we made um, final. That was the hub year, wasn't it? 2020? Yeah, that was the hub From, year. He's made yeah. finals, beat the doggies and then yeah. went in versus Richmond. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, hub year, um, you know, and that, that was a blessing in disguise as well, sort of. We're up in Noosa and, um, you know, you'd spend more time with people that you wouldn't normally spend time with away from the club because you were just trapped in a hub in Noosa. So, um, yeah, we all we all bonded really well as a team and um, we were all super connected. And um, I think that's why we played such good, good footy in, in the end is because, uh, you know, we, we wanted to do it for our teammates and um, for our families back home. So that was certainly one of the motivating factors um, into why we played um, some pretty good footy that year. Now, I've heard um, through sources and things like that um, that you grew up um, ad, um, as a massive fan of Paddy Ryder. So what's it like to now um, play with him and um, sort of be forward and rock with him? Um, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I was always a, a Bombers fan and Paddy Ryder was actually my favourite player growing up. So, um, yeah, I used to admire some of the stuff he used to do on the field as a kid. And, um, yeah, I was just – when – um, you know, there was sort of talks of St Kilda getting Paddy Ryder. I was like, well, this would be pretty cool. Um, mm. You know, I've learned so much from him and he's, he's certainly been a great mentor to me. And um, Yeah, I've, I've learned so much from him. Like I said before, not only on field, but off field as well. He's, he's such a sort of father figure to a lot of us on the list. And um, yeah, he's, he's got great morals and um, everyone really respects him around the club. I just want to have a chat about Rowan. Um, you had Jack Hayes come into the side round one this year. What kind of an immediate impact did he make, um, not only for you, but also the dynamic between the trio of yourself, Jack Hayes and Paddy Ryder? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Hayes is a great bloke and he fitted in seamlessly with the group um, and obviously had played some superb footy at uh, Samful level before. Um, so it was great to see him get get a chance at um, AFL level where he really um, shined in his debut game. You know, I hadn't seen a debut game like his in a, in a fair while. So yeah. um, I think probably heading in, um, there might have been like a few question marks whether we could sort of play the three sort of three key position players our size. But, um, yeah, I think he the way he sort of moves around, around the ground and covers the ground really well and, um, I think he sort of proved that he could, yeah, I guess fit into our side um, and, yeah, was was doing a super job um, up until he got injured, which was, um, yeah, just obviously frustrating not only for the team because he was, um, yeah, performing so well, but for him um, it would have been shattering, you know, just sort of finally um, getting your spot in the team to sort of get struck down um, with an ACL, which, which would have been, um, yeah, frustrating for him. Yeah. So, Rowan, what effect does that have on your role in the team? I mean, does that allow you to play a bit more key forward or a bit more dominant in the ruck? 
Yeah, I think um, it just depends on the opposition we come up against every week. Um, you know, they they might have certain strengths or weaknesses that sort of favor either Paddy or I, because um, I think we're both sort of different ruckmen in a way. You know, I'll, I'll never be the tap ruckman that Paddy Ryder is, and um, we saw that on the weekend against the Cats. So, yeah, it just chops and changes depending on, um, yeah, what, what opposition we come up against and, um, yeah, how, how we're both sort of going. Um, you know, Paddy sort of – Paddy's 34, I think, at the minute, but he's playing some of his best footy. Um, but, you know, when you sort of – when you sort of get to that age, um, you, you're probably not um, – not as able to sort of cover the ground as you would sort of three, four years ago. So um, he has a really important impact for us. Um, he probably plays 70% game time, but when he comes on, he has an immediate impact. So, um, yeah, I guess when when he sort of comes off, I, I go into the ruck and sort of try the, to work the other ruckman around the ground a bit more. Can you take me through the review the day after the game against the Dees where you lost by around 20 to 30 points and what you really got out of that um, going up against someone like Maxi Gorn? Um, yeah, obviously pretty frustrating result. Um, we were sort of looking forward to that challenge all year. Um, yeah, to, to get beaten by the w- way we did was pretty frustrating because we thought we'd taken um, some pretty big steps f- forward as a group. Um, so, yeah, we, we certainly learned a lot. Um, they beat us in contested ball um, by a fair bit and, you know, they, they just set up so well defensively. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll take a lot of lessons out of that game and um, sort of take them into the next time we play them. But, um, yeah, like you said, Maxi Gorn, um, superb Ruckman, one of the best in the league, best, you know, last three or four decades. Um, so, yeah, he's superb Ruckman. Um, you know, you learn a lot about him every time you come up against him. You learn something new and the way he's able to impact games, you um, yeah, you, you sort of try to, um, I guess, j- model your game on his um, and take a few things out of the things he did against you. Um, so, yeah, it was a great experience coming up against him. And like I said, you learn more and more every time you play him. But, um, yeah, frustrating result for us. But uh, we bounced back um, on the weekend against the Cats, which was good. Yeah, so you just mentioned that, um, you know, taking sort of, bits out of Maxi Gorn's game to sort of um, apply into your own game. Are there any other Ruckmans around the league um, who you sort of try and do that live, uh, with to improve your own craft or style? And, um, you know, w- what difference does that make to your own game? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I've spent a fair bit of time watching Vision on other Ruckmen um, throughout the league. Um in this preseason um, and working pretty closely with Paddy Ryder, who's one of the best tap ruckmen of all time um, since he's come across from Port Adelaide. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll never, like I said before, I'll never be the tap ruckman um, Paddy Ryder is, but if I can sort of improve that aspect of my game by 10, 15%, um, you know, if I um, try and improve my follow-up like Nick Natanui um, does by 10, 15%, then I'll, I'll be a pretty um, pretty happy with that. So I guess it's just taking bits and pieces from different ruckmen throughout the league, um, learning what they do and why they're one of the best at it, and then trying to model that and um, improve that with your game. Can you take me through the moments in the game, like you mentioned before, against the Cats, where there was 
a massive swing in that third quarter. I guess he's got one quick goal and then it was just bang, 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 goal after goal from there. Yeah, I think we've um, seen it a fair bit throughout the AFL this year is those big momentum swings. So um, I don't think there's ever been a year as important as this year where um, it shows to have the momentum. Um, you know, on the weekend we kicked a couple of goals and then you sort of you get that momentum and um, I think especially from centre bounce it's crucial. So, you know, you kick a couple of goals, you come back to centre bounce. If you win another centre bounce, another centre bounce, another centre bounce, and certainly puts the pressure on um, not only the Geelong mids but also their defenders. So um, I think those momentum swings, um, you know, we've, we've received, we've been on, yeah, the receiving end of a couple this year, but we um, have also had a couple ourselves and it's just the best feeling, you know, you're out there. Um, you've got so much energy from the home crowd, um, yeah. the other players, they, they do, you know, acts, you know, it might be someone taking a big mark or someone laying a big tackle that just sort of lifts you. So um, yeah, that momentum swing on the, on the weekend and third quarter was something pretty special. And, um, you know, I, I know you were at the game and I'm sure yeah, it would have been pretty pleasing to watch for Saints fans out there as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what about when you have players, what does it do for not only for you, but also I guess your Ruck Rovers and um, midfielders around you when you've got someone like a Jack Billings coming back in and Hunter Clark who's coming back in um, next weekend? Yeah, it's awesome. I think it just goes to show um, – how much depth we've got as a club at the minute. Um, I know all football teams sort of speak about how important the depth is, but, um, you know, you, you don't realise how important the depth actually is until a few players um, sort of start getting injured, like we've seen with um, JB and Hunts, um, who both got injured at the start of the year. But, um, yeah, they're both transitioning back into AFL footy now. And, um, oh, Hunts, yeah, will be in the next couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, when you when you've got superstar players like those two are coming back into the team, um, it, it sort of it makes it um, difficult for those t- sort of two players that miss out. But um, yeah, that's a pleasing thing we've got at St Kilda at the minute. Is there's always competition for spots, and you know if you if you sort of miss out on getting selected in the side because one of those two players will come back in, you know you're going to go back to VFL football and sort of dominate. Um, down there and then try press your case to get back into this team. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of players hungry at the minute that are playing, um, yeah, some pretty good VFL football and we'll keep banging down the door. But, um, yeah, it's really exciting to have Hunts and JB coming back. Uh, Rowan, just quickly to finish off, uh, what's your best advice to anyone um, who wants to be a successful AFL footballer or a ruckman um, and make the AFL and go down that sort of draft pathway like yourself? Um, yeah, I guess I guess I see football a bit differently um, to others because, you know, I, I got um, picked up a bit later on. But I think for young sort of key position players, especially um, Ruckman, is that um, you know don't don't be so hard on yourself when you when you're a bit younger, when you you know 18, 19 in your draft year or whatever, and when you miss out, um, just yeah, keep sticking at it. Find out the reasons why. Um, why you missed out and then yeah work on them but also um, identify what your strengths are and just keep building on your strengths um, and you know if you, if you want it hard enough I'm a firm believer that um, anyone can get there so um, yeah keep keep working hard um, 
I guess, yeah, you've, you've got to be really professional in what you do, not only on field, but also off field, you know, your diet, um, your weights, everything like that, it all adds up. So, um, yeah, if you, if you miss out when you're 18, 19, don't be flat, stick at it, and I'm sure you'll get there eventually. Thanks so much, Ron, for coming on the show today. Uh, sorry, the podcast. And putting aside, you know, half an hour or so of your time to come on and have a chat. It's been an absolute honour to have you on. And best of luck for the rest of the year. Hopefully, you boys can get in the finals. No worries. Thanks, Maxie. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Roland. Stay tuned, everyone, for some more Sporting Max. This is Sporting Max with Max Becker on SEM.